ladies and gentlemen. It's another day that ends in Y. And it's time for Wise Cracking with Winter. And we're back doing these weekly episodes. God, it's killing me. So we're not going to have producer Paul tonight. He uh, had to bow out. And I'll explain why that is in a second. But not to worry, we do have a replacement co-host. That's right. I planned ahead. We got a replacement co-host and a replacement picker. Let's get him on the phone now. Justin, are you on the phone? I'm here. Well, welcome to the big show. It's good to have you back. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. So you're filling in for Paul. Are you a little uh, intimidated by uh, sitting in the big man's chair this week? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm the big You're the what? I'm the big man. I'm a big fatty. <laughs> yeah, so Paul spent some time in the hospital. I, I, I'm not sure if you're aware of that or not. No, tell me about it. Well, he uh, ended up having a stomach ache. What are you doing in the background? Nothing. I just disconnected my microphone. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he uh, ended up having a stomach ache, and he got admitted admitted into the hospital for a few days. That does not sound like fun. No, it doesn't sound like fun. I don't think he had any good hospital food. I don't think he had a... A hot nurse in the back to come over and uh, give him a sponge bath or anything. Oh. So your definition of a hot nurse would be a hairy dude? Um, well, I guess I mean, it depends on who you ask. I mean, there's some <laughs> people that are into that. I mean, there's others that are not. I, I guess I would be one of the people that are most definitely uh, not. That's not my bag, baby. <laughs> not my bag baby it's not my bag you know and i don't think paul had one single hot nurse that was female that could come in and uh clean his uh penis and anus well that's not worth the price of admission at all i'm telling you that much yeah and uh don't get me started about the food Uh, i don't think he was ever able to have any cheese curds or pizza which is what he gets that's what he gets by on (laughs) <laughs> nice. Well, I'd, I'd love the sherbet and you know, yogurt. That'd be delicious. You're a big sherbet guy? Yeah. You ever spend any time in the hospital? Which time? Well, any time. I mean, I've never spent a single night in the hospital in my whole life for no. myself. Never. Lucky you. Lucky me. I'm a, I'm a super healthy guy. I take good care of this machine. By uh, having cocktails and uh, chewing, and but I do have a pretty physically active job. I, I will say that. Why were you uh, in the hospital? Which time? Any time, Justin. Just tell me a hospital story. Um, you want a hospital story? Well, when I was uh, probably about five years old, four and a half. Um, I can't tell you what my nickname was, but my nose ran constantly. So my brothers had a, a really, you know, super friendly nickname for me. But let it, 
at any rate, I had kept uh, had, had a running nose constantly and stuff like that. So I had it, my tonsils and adenoids taken out oh, when okay. I was that young. So I had a well back then, you know, anything and everything. You stayed in the hospital for a week. So me and my dad actually, it was kind of a funny thing because I didn't want to open my mouth for the doctor. So then the doctor said, well, how about we, to my dad, he's like, well, you show him how it's done. He looked at his tonsils and adenoids, and he's like, to my dad, he's like, well, you have to get yours out. <laughs> and he looked at mine. <laughs> so he took both of ours out. We were in the hospital at the same time. Okay. Well, that's a cute story that you both had your uh, tonsils out. Let's fast forward to when you're like an adult and you've been admitted into the hospital. Okay. <laughs> I can't well, rip, I can't tell any like horrible sexual jokes about you in the hospital as a five year old. So let's fast forward so I can get to the good material. Yeah, but I was up at the nurses station flirting with the nurses eating the sherbet. Nobody cares. When you're five years old, nobody cares. I, but they thought I was cute then. That's the point. Yeah, every kid is cute at five years old. Let's fast forward. Okay. So when, uh, oh, in the early 2000s, you know, about the time you, I met you originally or whatever, um, I was going blind and I told everybody and they thought I was a hypochondriac, but, um, basically I had wound up getting health insurance for one year and it was almost over with my health insurance. So I wound up going to the, um, eye doctor to get my prescription because I needed new glasses. And, uh, so Right at the end, I, for, I totally forgot about it because I'd been telling people for three or four years that I was going blind. So I told the eye doctor about that, and he said, well, no, I can't see anything, but here, why don't you go to the big eye doctor, and they'll check you out, right? And I only had, like, you know, three weeks of uh, insurance coverage left. Well, I was trying to make calls and stuff like that, and got sick of it, so I decided to dial the big O doctor. Is it ophthalmologist, or which, which one's the big O? Oh, anyways, whatever. I think you saw a so, gynecologist. Uh, that's okay, what you're looking for, or a proctologist. Ooh, yeah, no, no good, no mas. Um, so at any rate, so I call call the big old eye doctor, and I was uh, so I talked to the lady who answered the phone, the secretary. She explained to me, you know, I explained to her what, uh, why I was giving her a call and why I was trying to schedule an appointment. She goes, "Hang on." So she comes back with a nurse, and the nurse starts asking me a bunch of questions, and the nurse, you know, so. I tell the nurse, you know, when I'm looking up and I can see the light in the smoke detector or when I close one eye, I can see it. When I close the other eye, I can't. Is this like you your own – wait a minute. Now, so is this like your own um, eye test that you were giving yourself for two years and then so you decided that you were going blind because you fa- because you kept failing this test? Yeah, about three or four years, yeah. I was okay. telling people I was going blind and nobody would believe me. Because you couldn't see the light on a smoke detector? Correct. Okay, you are a hypochondriac. Continue. So, but, but like when I was looking at the light, because it's a red light in the, in the dark room, if I tipped my head down or tipped my head up and went one way or the other, one side, I, one, when I did one thing, I could see it, right? Right. So, so rate, did they give you the so same I, test at the hospital? Like, we're going to ignore the eye chart. Let's go find a, a fucking smoke detector, and you can look at that, and it will determine if you're going blind by that. Dude, where there's smoke, there's fire. So I explained the explained what was happening to the nurse. She goes, "Hang on, one second. She comes back with one of the doctors. The doctor says, "You know, it's totally same story. The doctor." So she goes, "Hang on." She gets the the head doctor of the thing, and she said, right before she said, "Hang," before she said, "Hang on," I said, "Well, 
have you had any, what have you had to eat or drink today? And this is like 11 o'clock. And I'm like, well, I had some soda and stuff. And she says, hang on. So I get to the big, big doctor, explain the same thing. And the doctor says, well, show up here at the, the eye Institute and uh, you're going to have surgery tomorrow morning. We're going to fit you in. You should have told the doctor that, yeah, the only thing I've had to eat today is pussy. Just to see what he would say, right? Well, I mean, I, th- I don't think I could do that because actually the, the head of the department was actually a female. Well, she probably would have gotten a good laugh out of it. Then you would have laughed. Then you both would have laughed. And then you could have got her phone number. Yeah. Well, I had a girlfriend at the time. so And so that meant that that wasn't my breakfast. So <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> I guess. So, okay, so then you had to go get eye surgery the next day? So the next day, yeah, the next day I went to the um, uh, the doctor, and they slapped me in the gown and stuff, and then I had to write on my cheek which eye that they were going to operate on, you know, I had to put a black line on it and stuff like that. So I literally sat there from like 8 o'clock in the morning until like 3.30 before they operated on me. They fit me in at the end of the day, so real nice. But because of that and because I was a pussy, they said, well, we'll just do a general on you. And I'm like, you're doing surgery on my eye. If I fucking wake up, I'm going to get off that table. If I see needles in my eye or something, I'm getting up and off that table. So you knock me out. So they knocked me out. And so because it was so late in the day, I had to stay overnight. Okay. So were you allowed to wear underwear with your hospital gown? I don't know. I couldn't see. Remember I was blind? Oh, that's right. You, you So you really couldn't see. Well, yeah, I mean, so literally my retina had detached and it was tore halfway. So I was extremely lucky because it was the bottom of my retina. So it had only gone halfway. The doctors at that, that point told me that if it had gone any further past halfway in my eyesight, I'd have, I, there would be no repairing it. I'd be blind. Oh, wow. And both eyes or just one eye? Just that, just that eye. Well, you could have joined the Navy and been, been like a Popeye the Sailor, man. Grabbed well, a pipe. Exactly. <laughs> So, so, but, but basically that's the same thing that happened to my other eye earlier this summer, but it, it, that one tore from the top. So that one went right down that day. Why, so. why are your, why is this happening to you? And like Paul, I'll let Paul tell his own story about what happened to him on the next episode. But why are like things just like detaching on their own? Like Paul had like a similar issue where he didn't get hit or he wasn't in an accident, but like he had an issue with a with a vein in his body that just became detached on its own. What is going on? Why does that happen? Old. We're falling apart, dude. We're falling apart. Why? Why would your eyes just fall apart? Like you're, you're looking, and then all of a sudden it just falls off. It doesn't make any sense. It makes you question if there is a God, right? I, I mean, I, have, I really have one of two theories. And I like the first one better, or the second one better. The first one is, is I'm young and dumb, or I used to be young and dumb, and I used to try to run through fucking brick walls because I thought I could. Like literally? That or I, well, yeah, I'm basically trying to. Um, the other, my, my better better theory is it's from the eye strain of looking for big boobies everywhere. I gotcha. I, that makes sense. It's not the old wives' tale, or you were a chronic masturbator. We all know that. And that caused the blindness? You know what? I'd never thought about that. Maybe that's the case. <laughs> well, that's a hell of a tale. And, I, you know, I can't wait to hear Paul's. But you had some <laughs> other stuff that you were prepping. You were doing a lot of prepping today. 
you know, Mike, maybe you should be a doctor, Dr. Mike. Dr. So my Mike. chronic masturbation caused me to go blind in both eyes. That's a total thing. I mean, ask any parent in the 70s, and chronic <laughs> masturbation led to blindness. Everybody knows that. Yeah, but how, how come it is that when I basically quit masturbating because I had a girlfriend and got too old, that's right. when I went blind? I so don't know. That. I think it may have something to do with your uh, prostate. Oh, yeah? I heard that yeah. if you masturbate a minimum of once a day... 365 days a year that you'll never have any kind of prostate trouble. Well, no matter what, Dr. Mike, I'm not letting you check my prostate. Do you That's think that happening. you could masturbate 365 times at your advanced age? A day? No, 365 times a year. Oh, yeah. You think so? I mean, I mean it, on paper, it sounds doable. Like, yeah, sure, I can knock off 365 loads. But, I mean, I'm 48. How old are you? Much older. You're what, 50? 51? A couple more. A couple more, yeah. 53? Uh, 52, I think I just turned. 52. So do you think you could knock out 365 ropey loads in a year <laughs> at the age of 52? <laughs> I don't know that you could do that because I don't think I, I don't I know I can't do that. I mean that's a Herculean effort. No, it's not, dude. So you can't tell me that you don't get the days where you you, you spank the little monkey, strangle the bail of three times in one day. I, you know, honestly, I'm I'm sure in my twenties I did that. In my teens, most definitely, but I can't see I don't think I can't think of one time in my forties that I jerked off three times in one day. Really? No, I, I really can't. And I'm really thinking hard about it. And Dude. No, there isn't. Have you jerked off three times at any point in a day in your fifties? Yeah, like last week. <laughs> Bullshitting. <laughs> no. Dude, you I mean it's I I mean, I might go for three weeks now because, you know, whatever, I'm getting too old for it. But every once in a while, you know, I get a little randy and, all right, flip up the porn. All right, now I got to go to sleep, do it again. And eh, I didn't quite have, I didn't fall asleep, do it again. What kind of porn do you prefer? I mean, what kind of porn are you looking at? Not the kind of porn like you, like the, gay, the male porn, gay male porn. You know, that's that's not, not my bag. Not my bag. It's it's straight porn for this guy. But like what yeah. subsection of porn, like specifically? Oh, big tits, for sure. So you just type in big tits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that does it for you. Then there's probably like a million videos under that have big tits in the description somewhere. I mean, how long does it take you to find the right video? Uh, too long, man. Way too long. It, it, it's pretty. It's so sad now when you get older because you have to actually be a connoisseur because not everything turns you on. I remember, like, you're talking about in high school or whatever, you know, the, the pennies catalog, some panties and some bras, you know, chicken that, that would fucking rev you up so much you'd, you'd go jerk off. Right. But yeah. Okay. 
So it, it, t- it might take you five minutes of looking through. I don't know how many porns can you look at in five minutes on Pornhub. Probably. Oh, a bunch. 20, because you know, if you just thirty, if you hold your if you hold your finger on them, then they start playing. You can see if it's going to be something you like. Right? So yeah, you we all on. we all know that. I mean, everybody at yeah. home knows that. I, I I'm sure that my fan base is absolute experts on that. Uh, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> we should uh, mention our sponsors. Uh, Justin, do you want to tell us about your uh, fantasy football YouTube channel, please? Uh, the footlong corn dog? Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. That, 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 that's not the segue after talking about what we just talked about. The, the good segue here would be your um, YouTube channel. So if you wouldn't mind enlightening us. <laughs> oh, the JNJ Dynasty dash NFL. Exactly. So why would I look at that, Justin? Yeah, you shouldn't because I'm I'm god awful because you can tell by the picks. You're a hell of a pitchman. What do you talk about? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be a sales rep? I mean, sell me your channel. One, two, three, and go. Don't go there. I'm ugly and I give bad advice. If you want to lose, gobble it up. Okay. Do so the opposite. If people want to lose, where do they go? J&J Dynasty dash NFL. <laughs> uh, at least you'll know what not to do. So, I mean, I, I swear to God, a buddy of mine, and we talk almost every day about fantasy, right? Right. And we, ha- right. we have a buddy, and he literally, when he doesn't know what to do, he'll go and ask him. And for two years, I swear to God, he'll ask him, and then he'll do the exact opposite of what that guy says to do. And he's been right 100% of the time. Well, I'll be damned. Huh. You probably are damned, so. Well, I, I like to think I'm not. And I like to think that, Justin, if you were out shopping for a DJ for your uh, upcoming wedding that hasn't been scheduled yet, that, that you would head on over to Evolve Entertainment. That's Evolve Entertainment. They're on Facebook under Evolve Entertain. And is that spelled with an irony? Evolve is spelled with an E. <laughs> All right. Like you never evolved past the third grade. E V O L V E. Evolve. Well, that's because I'm a perpetual three year old, so I don't know go. I don't know what's going on with Justin's education. But if you need a <laughs> DJ, if you need a balloon artist, if you need a magician, if you need an officiant for your upcoming giant nuptials. Look no further than Evolve Entertainment. You can find them on Facebook under Evolve Entertain. It's a black and white logo, very slick, very sharp. You can reach out to them there, and they will get back to you as soon as they possibly humanly can. That's Evolve Entertainment. So you had some uh, travel questions that you wanted to get into, like where would you go? But I think we should uh, include our celebrity guest picker. I'm going to get him on the phone now. Okay, so Brian, you are on. Our celebrity guest picker is Brian. Brian, do you want me to give your last name or is that just not necessary on this program? If you feel cool with it, I'm cool with it. If not, just roll. 
His name is Brian Ratsloth, and he's a gentleman that lives up in uh, Motley, Minnesota. What's it like up north this time of year, Brian? Uh, right now we're on uh, highs of about 45, lows right now probably 36, 37 degrees. Why would you live in a place that cold, Brian Ratsloth? This is God's country up here. We have everything. Seven bars, seven churches, one stoplight. I think it's the country that God forgot. What do you think, Justin? <laughs> I don't know. I'd be scared of the bears. You'd be scared of the bars? The bears. The bears? There's, there's bears in them there woods. There's bears oh, in them We have lots woods. of bears up here. And not the Chicago kind. We have the real kind, the black bears. Like black, overweight, hairy Gay guys, those are bears. Hey, are you trying to are you trying to describe me or what? No, I'm tra- trying to describe. I mean, are you talking about an actual animal that's a bear, or are you talking about like the gay slang term of bears? Uh, actual bear. Oh, actual bears. Justin, was that what you were looking for? Yeah, black <laughs> bear. They're mean and vicious. I know. Not not like the kind of black bear that you want, just a bear skin rug in front of the fireplace snuggling up with your significant other there, Mike. I wouldn't mind laying with my girlfriend on a bear skin rug, I'll tell you that right now. Brian, would you mind well, shooting if, me if, a bear? If that's how he identifies as. Hey, there that's, you go. That's, a, that's a really nice visual there, Mike. Thanks. You're kind of getting me a little excited over here. So, so we got to ask you then, how many times does he think he could do 365? Oh, okay, Brian, what we were talking about is us three gentlemen are in our late 40s, early 50s, and so, of course, we must be concerned about our prostate health. Okay. I heard, and I'll give my reference, it's the Howard Stern Show, that if you ejaculate a minimum of 365 times a year... You can avoid prostate cancer and other issues with your prostate. So do you okay. think that you're able, at your age, which I'm not going to give because that's your business, are you able to ejaculate 365 times in a year? Absolutely. Hey, Mike. Mike, that was a different question. You asked me if I could jerk, if I would be able to jerk <laughs> off 365 times. And I said, not a problem. <laughs> well, you're the co-host of the show tonight, Justin, so I'm not going to treat you with kid gloves. But with Brian, who is our guest, I'm going to use the proper clinical terms. Brian, would you be able you say you say that you're able to uh to get yourself to uh ejaculate 365 times a year? Absolutely. I don't know that I could do it. You could blow big ropey loads onto your carpet 365 <laughs> times this year. Oh, yeah, easily. Do you even, I mean, can you imagine, like, the amount of Kleenex you'd have to buy for that? I mean, how many sheets of Kleenex are in a box? I bet you there isn't more than 100. Oh, I think if you get the big box at Costco, there's probably 1,000 in there. <laughs> Who still have to wipe it up? God, you're so sanitary. Heck yeah. I feel old because I, I don't think that I could blow that many loads in a year at 48 years old. I, I just don't think I have time for it. Mike, 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 you're running it off, a load off by hand, not sucking it off like you think. <laughs> the show has gone straight in the gutter. 
I mean, <laughs> like, I, like I thought that wisecracking with Winter, like over the the show's been on for six years. I thought that it would like slowly kind of elevate almost to NPR level or NPR, depending on where you live. But it's gone straight back right in the fucking gutter when I started the show, which is, I guess it's, it's where it belongs. I mean, I guess we need to get back to the shock jock type radio that Wisecracking with Winter is known for. And you're what, three minutes into the show and you're already in the gutter. Well, we're a lot longer than three minutes. We're uh, 25 minutes into this show. Oh, okay. we, we just called you up now. Okay, sounds good. So, anyway, so Brian, you're out on the mean streets of Motley tonight. Um, are you hitting all the bars? Um, I went to all four bars tonight, and there's a total of ten people combined in all four bars. So how long were the beards and the kicks? Oh, probably three inches. Probably, you know, it's getting cold, so they've been growing pretty long right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just to match the hair on their legs up here. Ah, nice. And Mr. They, they put on an extra layer for winter, too, right? Exactly. Oh, there you go. So, Brian, have you been with many women up in your area in a uh, sexual manner? Yes, I have. Okay. Do they all generally grow big bushes during the winter, or is that just an old wives' tale? No, not part do. of the hibernation. They do. I would say a good 60%, 70% of them do. <laughs> so when you're in the forest, you have to, to run through the forest, right? Exactly. It kind of, it's kind of like you know the 80s porn with the big bushes. That's exactly <laughs> what it is up here. That'd be the 70s porn. Come on. Oh, well, yeah, that's true, too. 70s porn. The 80s porn, the landing strip was com- becoming into fashion. Yeah, that's true. 70s porn, then. So, Mr. Ratsloth, you're a single man, correct? I am. That's correct. Okay. So, I mean, what is the single scene like up in Motley? I, I know there's some major cities near you, like Staples, and if you want to drive a little bit... You can head on over to Brainerd, where I'm sure it's just thick with pussy. Well, oh, it is thick up there. But I'll tell you, Staples, if you're wearing camouflage or you're wearing NASCAR, oh, you get laid every single day of the week. So you have to look ignorant. You have to look like an ignorant, uneducated. You know, and I'm not saying that. NASC, all NASCAR fans are uneducated, ignorant people. But women are not looking for a guy that's natally attired, like Justin right. and myself. And more likely, that I, I know Brian. I know Brian is a bit of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A clothes horse. Not a clothes horse. What, what is the word, Brian? Cloth jockey. A what? A cloth jockey. No. I will tell you, almost every time that I'm up here... When I go to the bars, I'm asked if I'm gay probably five times a night because I I dress fashionable. You know, I'm a metro, you know, the metrosexual. I land and I do my eyebrows. So yeah, I, I get picked on quite a bit up here. That's kind of kind of hard to believe it in, in Carhartts. I know, but see, but if I throw on my Trump 2020 core hat, oh, girls are just all over me then. Nice. Where were you able to find a Trump 24 hat? I mean, did you make that yourself? Oh, they sell them up here. They sell them up here like candy bars. Jesus Christ. I thought they gave them away. They probably do. 
let's uh, let's dig a little deeper here. I mean, Justin is also a guy. Justin, you like to wear nice clothes. I mean, you're a guy that's a, Justin is also a realtor. That's his B job when he's not busy giving horrible advice on YouTube. You're a bit of a clothes horse too. You're very Natalie attired. So if you guys yep. went out together, let's just pick a town out of the air in Staples. Okay. And you both dress nice. Would everybody just assume that you two are gay? Yeah, they probably think we're a gay couple from the <laughs> cities. Yeah, sadly, no. <laughs> I'm way too masculine. So, Justin, what would be your game plan if you were going to go out and hunt for women in Staples or Motley or Brainerd? <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd just, uh, you know, do the smart thing depending on the season. Either invite them to my tree stand or from our, to my ice house, and you're good to go. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, Brian, were you out cruising for girls tonight or just, you know, out for a couple of cocktails? That's it. Well, I uh, originally took my aunt to go play bar bingo, and after that was over, I went to the bars just to hang out with some friends. Just another crazy night, right? Correct. I have gone out with Brian Ratsloth in our single-ish. I mean, we, we went out. Brian was single. Brian has a shitload of games. So, Brian, do you have to water down your game and wear ratty-ass clothes to even have a prayer of getting any tail in these towns? Yes, I do. Jesus Christ. Now, now what does that do to you? Do you feel like you're slumming it? I do. I, I don't feel like myself. I feel like I'm trying to be fake or something along those lines. Hmm. Dude, you you got to gotta play up the gay vibe a little bit more because then they're all going to want to go shopping with you. Right. You can take them to Victoria's Secret and have them try on shit for you. And then right. you can say, well, I've never been in a vagina. And then they'll say, well, you should really try it. Hey, that's actually a good strategy. But see, you know, a lot of them, Chicks in this in this area, you know, the pajamas that they wake up in are the same pajamas you see them wearing at the bars at night, and and it's just, yeah, yeah, and 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 on Sunday in church, exactly, exactly. You know this this county is probably one of the poorest counties in the entire state of Minnesota, so there's not a lot of uh, high quality females up here. So what, you, what you're telling me is basically they give up once they graduate. So they put on their, their freshman 50, and then they chop their hair right down to the grandma cut, and then they squeeze out a couple puppies, and they, you know, just balloon up even more. And oh, are just so sexy. Most of them have four kids by the time they're 22 up here. Oh, yummy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the good old pinkles, yummy. Yeah, and they, uh, oh, yeah, they got all the cheesy two dollar tattoos on their bodies and <laughs> oh bad yeah. tattoos turn me on so much because you know why that means they're just downright whores absolutely you do shit to them that you wouldn't do to a farm animal love it <laughs> so brian are you starting to second guess your purchase of real estate up there where you live permanently. Are, are you starting to second guess that decision? Because there's yes, not a lot of women up there for you to, uh, you know, date. And, uh, yeah, the dating pool is pretty low. And yeah, I do. Uh, 
um, kind of regret my decision. You know, I, I got the most. Um, I got a really good deal on the biggest house in town, and and now it's not losing money because it's it won't sell for what it's worth. And, well, I can remedy your issue there, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. I hear you're a realtor. He's a horrible. No, I'm not, not talking horrible. that. You're gonna you're gonna stay in your house, and you know what you're gonna do? What am I gonna do? You're gonna host swingers parties, and you're gonna get those couples oh who are looking God. for a little something, something. And you're gonna they're gonna come up to your B and B and get frisky with other yeah, couples. I like that. I should do that. Let's explore. You said it was God's country, dude. Wow. So, yeah, that's a good strategy. Let's explore that for a second. I mean, Brian, <laughs> have you considered entering the swinger lifestyle just to? Uh, you know, have sex once in a while because there's. Sex. I, have a very, I, have a, I have a very good friend that I went to high school with. And she lived in California, and she's a, big into the swinger society. And she's going to come out here in a couple weeks, and she said she's going to invite some couples that she knows. And <laughs> Dude, I hit it on the hat, nail in the head, keys. So yeah, so I'm gonna give it a try. Wow. Well, that's something. Um, I was actually planning to head up to your place next weekend if you were available to hang out. Yeah. But if he coming up, I want to. I want to swing on up, so to speak. Okay, Justin. <laughs> Justin, do you want to come along up to uh, Motley Staples Brainerd? With, oh hell yeah! I've been, he, been there many times. Okay, well, possibly that could be a, a thing. Uh, next Friday, we'll head up to uh, Staples Motley Brainerd and uh, hang out with Brian Ratsloth. That sounds like a good idea, guys. Okay, all right. Okay, well, we got that settled. So, Brian, or, I'm sorry, Justin, you had a question about where would you go? The three top places. Let's do those, and then we'll get to the football picks. Well, I've got a new list. Number one comes up comes to Brian Ratzlaff's house. <laughs> <laughs> Number one place out to Brian Ratzlaff's house in Motley Staples Brand. Well, well it's, we got to rename it Brian Ratzlaff's Palace. It's Ratzlaff. Ratzlaff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think with yeah. you guys in town, I bet you we could pull 15, 20 women over here at one time. I'm a, a hey, I have a girlfriend, so I'm off the do. I'm off the table. I mean, but you well, two we, guys can do what you like. You can still be our wingman, though. You could help us bring them in. I'm a good conversationalist. Yeah, you, you go to the other side of the bar, Mike, and chase them all to our side of the bar. Yeah, I can start talking politics. Um, by the way, I am running. I am running for lieutenant governor with uh, Hugh McTavish. I better throw that in there quick. And, uh, yeah, I'd be happy to uh, talk about Minnesota politics, scare them completely away over so, to you two guys. So I got to share a quick story, and this includes Mike. Mike's in this story. So many, many years ago, we came up deer hunting up here. One of Staples' finest was uh, hidden, hidden on me. She tried everything in her power to get me to do whatever she wanted. And so I tried to give her get her away. So Mike and another friend were being the most disgusting people you could think of, and this girl would not give up. Mike is like, "Would you be okay if Brian and this other guy sword fight with their dicks and did this?" And she's like, <laughs> like, "Absolutely, heck yeah!" This, this. <laughs> they could not scare her away. Not even with a DP suggestion. Oh, no, I mean they they thought of everything possible. And she's like. Okay, let's go. It was every. Li- it was literally every horrible thought that me and this other guy could think of. 
and this woman was just undeterred. She had to have Brian Ratzloth. I mean, he yeah. had he had to be another notch on her bedpost for some reason. Oh, I am terribly disappointed in you guys. <laughs> Why is that? Well, I mean, you should have broke out the GoPro and done all kinds of stuff to put it online. You could have made millions of dollars. Back then. Well, this predates GoPro. Yeah. Well, it, was a, it was a go for GoPro, but, I mean, you break out the camera, you know, the, the phone, cell phone, do something. Come on. I know. And what finally got her to give up was the owner of the bar came over, Barbie, pulled this girl by the ponytail and slammed her on the floor and said, leave the fucking Brian alone. Yeah, that's what it took. It, it took a little bit of strong arming. Yeah. So she said, leave Brian alone. He's mine. <laughs> that, was a, that was the same night that, well, there were four of us, I think, and we had, what, probably 12, 13 drinks apiece and our meals and the whole tab was four bucks. Yeah, it was super inexpensive in Motley Staples Brainerd. Uh, unless you yeah, want to so, give the, the specific place where we were, Brian Ratzlaw. It's probably not open anymore if that's what's happening. No, it's closed now. <laughs> <laughs> that's ironic, isn't it? It is. That was a fun place, though. Oh, oh, me. That was a fun weekend. So, Brian, if you could pick one place where you'd like to go in the world, where would it be? I would want to go back to Monaco. Ah, that's exotic. Why would that be? To me, it was probably the most beautiful place on that I've ever been to. I mean, I've been to Italy. I've been to Paris. I've been to all over the world, but Monaco is just absolutely. Huh. And it, it didn't, I mean, it helped that I went on a date with a real life princess. So that helped too. So. Oh, okay. So Justin, do we want to hear the story about how Brian Ratzloth went on a date with a princess, or do you just want to glaze over that? Well, hold on, hold on. Now I understand why he's calling all the, the girls in Staples rough roughs if he's going out with princesses in Monaco. So I, right. I get it. I get it. You know, the standards are a little higher for the metrosexual. But exactly. with that being that said, that that is said, let's hear the story. Okay. All right, so I was stationed aboard a fast attack submarine in the United States Navy. And uh, so when I was first brought on board, we were going to on a Mediterranean deployment for six months. And I was on board for about a month, and the commanding officer needed a fourth to go play golf. And so the word got to me, and I said, yeah, I play golf. And he's like, okay, cool, you're on my team. Well, the uh, king of Monaco, was ha he's the one that was sponsoring the golf tournament. And his daughter was Princess Stephanie. And so we I played the golf tournament. Okay. I won the golf tournament. By, okay, time out. That? Time out. Okay. So the king of Monaco named his daughter Stephanie? That seemed like that seems a little American. Why would he name his daughter Stephanie? Dude, dude you you're stepping on the wrong part of the story because there is a princess Stephanie. Okay, the all right. Brian won the golf tournament. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll bow out again. It was a four-person. It, it was a team tournament, but I won the tournament okay. by myself. And so during the dinner time, Princess Stephanie came up and said she wanted to tour the submarine. And I, I wasn't. I didn't have. I was brand new on board, so I couldn't say, "Yeah, come on." So the CEO said, "Yeah, Brian will give you a tour." And so she came down on board, and the CEO had his own private little stateroom, 
had a dinner made for us. We watched a movie in his stateroom, and so yeah. So you got some princess on you. Very nice. Well, I wish it was back in the day where we had like exchanged cell phone numbers, but back then we didn't have anything like that. So yeah, it was a cool experience. They didn't have phones in Monaco. Thank you, man. Okay. There are no phones in Monaco. Hello. Oh, and bam, thank you, ma'am, for the, the, the princess. Oh, I, no, I wish I would have, but yeah. Well, it's still a hell of a story. I mean, and that's a hell of a notch on your belt. So every time I do like a dating type thing, you know, they have those three questions where it's two, two like, you know, real and a one lie. That, and so I always put that on there and they're like, oh, that's the lie. I'm like, nope, that's the real one. Huh. You're on way too many dating apps if you all of them are like that because I don't know any of them that are like that. So there you go. Either that, I just don't answer or write anything about myself. No, right. Could be. So Justin, yeah, that's, that's, where would you like to go? Um, I would love if I could, and I probably can't, especially at this stage in my life with my COVID fifty. Um, I'd love to go to the the top of the world. You're talking about no. South America. No. Mount <laughs> Everest? There you go. That'd be awesome. I would pay for it if I had the if I had the revenue. If I had the money, I would fucking write that check to send you to the top of that mountain. I'll tell you that right I now. I know. My, my ass would go up and never come down. I'd be frozen, stuck to that fucking mountain, dead. Right. Yeah, that's a tough client. So how about you, Mike? Where's your one place? Don't. I'm not going to copy anybody. Okay. My one, one place is a basement. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> the G's basement? Uh, the renovated. Actually, Brian Ratsloth and I were roommates and renovated this basement together. So it's I'm sitting nice in the funhouse. Yeah. Nice. So every time I'm down here, I'm reminded of Brian Ratsloth and I and all of our hard work over a summer like four years ago. But Turned out very nice. Yes, it did. So the one place that I would go to would be London, England. Because I have some British blood. And it's the place I've always wanted to see. I've always wanted to go to London, England. I've got a friend that lives not in London, but on the outskirts somewhere. I haven't talked to him in a while. He's been on the show a few times. But, uh, yeah, I would just like to go and ride a double-decker bus and uh, see Windsor Palace and the whole nine yards. That that would be a cool experience. Oh, absolutely. A lot of history. Oh, a lot of history. A lot of history. I mean, it's a total worthwhile trip. Or, which is this is what you call a great segue, Justin and Brian, I could head over to Ireland, and what would I try if I was in Ireland? Of course, I would try cranky Yankee corn dogs. Those mm. so good right now. Mm. Yes, a good cranky Yankee corn dog would go down great after a very tough show. How can do you, you think get cranky Yankee corn dogs are delivered to Staples, Minnesota? You can get cranky Yankee corn dogs delivered anywhere because you can get them shipped. Off of their cranky Yankee website, they they ship you out the batter. They ship you out T-shirts if you want them. It is a a fan favorite in Ireland, and they're going to be bringing it here to the states. So that I think it's uh, the information for Cranky Yankee will be in the show notes when if if producer Paul is feeling well enough to type that on there. 
Cranky Yankee corn dogs, people. Those are the corn dogs that you need to eat. If you're gonna I, eat they it. have to have a website, Mike, don't they? They have a website. I, I don't have the website memorized. But if you typed in Cranky Yankee in the Google, it, their website's going to come up. So it's it's really not that hard. There's no promo code. There's no promo wisecracking or anything to get a discount. Just go to the website. It's going to take a minute for the batter to get to your home, but it is totally worth the wait. So, Justin, I'm sure you're frothing at the mouth as well as Brian Ratsloth to do these football picks. Would you like to moderate the football picks, Justin? Me? Yeah, you. All right. So you give us the games. You decide who picks. I don't have lines, though. I don't have the line. You don't have the, the lines. No, Just we got it. No, we like always it. bet against the spread. Here, let, let me. I'll pull them up. I'll moderate. I'll actually act like a host for a minute. So, oh my God, you're being professional. I'm melting. While we're waiting, hey, uh, so every year I have a, a big party at my house. And uh, next year, next fall, I'm going to have another party, but I'm going to do bigger and better. Is there any services that could help me host a party, like DJs and all that kind of stuff? What an excellent segue. Again, we'll mention Evolve Entertainment. You can find them on Facebook under Evolve Entertain. Black and white logo. If you need a DJ, Brian, like you do, and I'd, I'd probably just come up and DJ that for nothing. As okay. long as I could drink and stay for free in the haunted bedroom. Which I, you know, I guess I'm. We're gonna have to talk about now that I mentioned that. So it, it, if you need a DJ, evolve, entertain. So before okay. we do the NFL picks, Brian, can you talk for a minute? Because you know we are on the cusp of Halloween. Tell us about okay. your haunted house that you live in. All right, so I I bought a house a couple of years ago. It's like I said, it's the big, biggest house in town and. When I first bought it, I was still living in the cities, and my cousin would come over and do some repairs for me. And one day, he's like, he calls me on the phone. He's like, "When did you get here?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "I hear you walking across the kitchen." I'm like, "That's not me." And then he heard doors shut, so I'm like, not thinking anything of it. So I was here. I came up here one weekend. I was in the basement. I hear somebody walking across the kitchen. I come upstairs. Nobody's here, and I would hear voices. I would see people walking by doors and so i did some research and i found out that a, a gentleman passed away in one of the upstairs bedrooms and so he still lives here with me natural causes or non-natural causes natural causes yeah. have you so ever yeah, gotten up at, in the middle of the night and but he's already been in the bathroom like you're waiting to use the bathroom because the ghost is already in there don't you fucking hate that <laughs> i do hate that <laughs> And, and, it, and it is weird that you say that because about two weeks ago, I came out of my bedroom and I, I think I must have bumped into him. Cause I'll, but I said, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is my house. Why am I saying I'm sorry? Because I thought I walked right into him. He was just kind of standing outside my door. So you, yeah. you saw a ghost or you thought you bumped into something? No, I saw a silhouette of a person. Oh, and my and my daughter's that when she comes up to that room, she stays in, and she said that she feels like somebody's like always watching over her in that bedroom. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's the bedroom I so, want to stay in then when I come up the one, there. That's, 
You will. So, That's the room I'll give you. And us so three guys. Do you have guys. a throwing wheel? A what? What's that? A throwing wheel. Do you have a throwing wheel? No. Does Demi Moore come up there and you make bowls? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to suggest this. If it comes to fruition that uh, Just 10 and I do indeed go to um, Staples Motley Brainerd next month, or next, I'm sorry, next month, next week, can we do a podcast from the haunted bedroom? Yes, we can. We got the permission. You, everybody heard it. We may have a haunted podcast in coming up for you, but we do need to move the show along, and we need to do the football picks, ladies and gentlemen, that everybody's been waiting for. Now we we don't have the stats from last week, so I I think I did pretty well. Justin, how do you think you did? Well, I know I won the two undecided games. Um, last week so i tied okay I, I have no idea how i did i mean paul knows and he's keeping track and he'll keep track of these two so we'll start with the first game because i am moderating and that would of course be your minnesota vikings and the new orleans saints playing in london england the saints are the saints are a three-point favorite our underdog. I'm sorry. The Saints are underdog in London. Justin, what do you say to you? Well, what I say is the Saints are a mess. Uh, Kamara has rib injuries. Michael Thomas is out. Jarvis Landry probably isn't going to play. And they're starting to back up the quarterback, the Red Rifle. So with that being said, the Vikings have to play down to their competition. I'm going with the Saints. <laughs> okay, Brian. Well, I uh, I agree with a lot of what he said, and I just, for whatever reason, I just don't think the Vikings get up when they need to get up, and I think they're still kind of rolling off that high of last week in a game they should have lost, so I'm going to go with the Saints. You know what? I'm going to go against both of you. I'm going to take the Vikings, and I'm going to take the three points. Nice. I like hearing that because that just means I won. <laughs> No, I think the Vikings are going to easily dispatch the Saints. The next game are the Browns at your Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are a one-point underdog at home. So, Brian, go ahead. I think uh, Cleveland is a pretty decent team. I think they're going to have a big week this week, and I think they're going to actually roll Atlanta. Okay, Justin? Well, Jacoby Brissett's still the starting quarterback there. James Winston, you know, isn't starting yet. And Nick Chubb is en fuego. And literally, the Falcons have no offense, and they've just been playing terrible teams, which is how they got their lone victory, and everybody's talking all about them. Hammer the Browns. Give me some Browns. I'll take the Browns as well. I think they, they've been looking a lot better. And uh, they may end up being a playoff team despite the fact that they don't have uh, the uh, Mr. Jerkoff at the massage parlor guy. Uh, what's what's his name again? Happy Ending. Happy Ending. What's, what's, the, what's the name of that quarterback that they... Uh... Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Watson. Yeah, Watson. I think even without Watson, they're going to end up in the playoffs. Moving along to the next game, we got the Bills at your Baltimore Ravens. 
The Ravens are a three-point dog at home. So I'm going to pick first this time. I like the Ravens. I think they're going to beat the Bills at home. I like everything that they're doing. I'm going to take the Ravens. Uh, Brian, who do you like? I, I Again, I don't have last week's games, but I think Buffalo was embarrassed. I think they had a game that they should have easily won and they lost, if I remember right. But I, I think they're, they're going to bounce back. I'm going to go with Buffalo. Just 10. I love exactly what you're saying, but I'm going to back it up a little bit here. The Bills have uh, allowed 38 points this year in three games. The Ravens don't really have an offense except for Lamar running around. Are you insane? Running up and down the field. Are you insane? The, the, the Ravens are nope. pretty goddamn good. And then the Ravens have allowed 77 points, one of the highest totals in the league. So the Bills are going to hang up, put up 40 points. I've got a pick em league with um, the highest scoring team, win some cash or a straight cash, homie. And I picked the Bills. So ain't no way Ravens winning. Okay, you, you take the Bills and they got to cover two points or three points, sorry. Okay, next game up is your Washington Commanders at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are the favorite, and they're laying three points. Brian, what do you say you? Well, I think the Commanders are probably one of the worst teams in football right now, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Cowboys. Okay, Justin? Well, um, I agree with his sentiment with uh, Washington being one of the worst teams in the league, but sadly, they're in the same cluster with the Cowboys. So this is a, totally a pick em type. And, uh, well, I want to say that the Cowboys are going to win and go 3-1, and one, but Dak is on the horizon. They've got a terrible schedule the rest of the way. So this is a get-right game for Washington to keep them in the playoff hunt so that way their fans aren't alienated. Give me some commanders. I'm going to go against both of you, and I'm going to take the Cowboys. I like what I've seen out of Rush filling in. What's what's the quarterback's name? Uh, Prescott or whatever? Dak, yeah. Yeah, for Dak. I like the job job he's done. What were you going to say, Brian? I picked the Cowboys. Oh, you did. Well, I'm going to side with you. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I think they're going to cover. Um, Ezekiel Elliott... He's been okay. He washed up. Yeah, a little washed up, but he's still pretty good. I, 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 like, think, I like Lamb. I'm, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Paul's better at I think this if than the, I am. I think if the Dallas defense shows up, they have a a really, really good defense. So, honors. Okay, up next, Seahawks-Lions. Does anybody care about this game? I'm going to no. start with Justin. I love it. I love it. The Lions are gonna. The Lions might score the most points this week. Uh, that if there's a terrible bet to make, place it on the Lions scoring the most points this week because Seattle is god awful. The only thing that I'm saying that maybe hold back on it, I'm on saying Brown and Swift aren't playing. That's the only other the only reason not to to go for it with the Lions. But yeah, um, give me the Lions all day. Brian, what do you like? I like the Lions. I think they should have beat the Vikes. I uh, I like their coaching. and I think they're playing aggressive football. And I think they w- actually want to have a winning season, so I like the Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions, too. I'm not going to 
talk about why they're going to win. I just think that they're better than the Seahawks. And it's a three and a half point spread. So the Lions are, are giving three and a half. The next game are the Chargers and the Texans in Texas. Uh, the Texans are a five and a half point dog at home. I don't care about this game. I don't care who wins. Uh, both teams are garbage. I'll go ahead and take the Chargers. Justin, what do you think? I want desperately to take the Chargers, but Herbert's got uh, the bad ribs and don't know if Keenan Allen's playing. The Texans are terrible. Uh, the, and the, and the NFL rigged rules say that no matter what, the Chargers win the game, but do they cover is basically uh, the question because the Chargers are one and two. I guess I'm just going to roll the dice and I'm going to say, yeah, take the Chargers. Brian, where are you at? I'm going to be the odd man out. I'm going to. I'm just going to pick uh, Texans. Just I. I just have a feeling they're going to win by like a field goal at the last minute of the game, and I'm going to go with that. I would actually love that because I would love to see the Chargers coach get fired. I was going for it on fourth down. Right. Okay. Up next, we got the Titans at the Colts. The Colts are a three and a half point favorite. Brian, who do you like? I'm going to go with the Colts. Just. It's a hunch, but I have nothing to really back it up on. But, but I'm going to take the Colts. Justin. I want to take the Colts, but the NFL already rigged the game for him last week with that fictitious personal foul after the turnover on downs. Did you guys see that? I did. That was downright disgusting. So just for that simple reason, I have to take Tennessee. I'm going to go Tennessee. I'm a big Henry fan. I think they're underrated. I think this is still a very good team and more, and most certainly a playoff team. I'm going with the Titans. Excuse me. Up next, we got the Bears at the Giants. The Giants are a three-point favorite at home. The Bears suck. The Giants suck. I don't care that the Giants are 2-1 and one, and the Bears are 2-1. and one. This is a toilet bowl. I'm going to go with the Giants at home. No further explanation needed. Justin, go ahead. The Giants and the Bears. Cares, exactly. Um, realistically, Chicago's got two more victories already this year than they deserve and or should have gotten all year. Um, so let's go with uh, the conspiracy theorists here. Um, the Giants need a win. The Giants 3-1. Oh, my word, would New York be ablaze with Giants fever? Let's go with the Giants. Okay, Brian, who do you like? I, I'm not going to – I'm going to be the odd man out. I'm going to go with Chicago. Oh, just, my God, why? I just – I think their defense is going to score more points than the Giants' offense. So I'm going to go with Chicago. The Bears' defense is terrible, by the way. But I, I, like I know, it. but I think something's going to happen. Somebody's filling in for Paul, Mr. Chicago. Okay, very nice. Okay, Jaguars at Eagles. Um, this is a no-brainer. I'm going to take the Eagles. No further explanation. The Eagles are a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Justin, what say you? Well, I'm looking here for a second. Um, the, the Eagles give up a fair amount of points. They've, they've given up 50 points, you know, which isn't terrible, but it isn't good. But the Jaguars have been just killing people they've only allowed 38 points this season them and the bills are right there for for being stingy so 
I just kind of think that the, the Eagles are due for a loss, and I'm just trying to question, is it going to be this week, or is it going to be against like the Cowboys or something else, so that way they can, you know, whatever. But how, how would that look after the Bears win, and if the Cowboys won, and, or, you know, everybody, and uh, the Eagles lost, and everybody's within one game in the NFC East? Yeah, that just solved it. Let's go with Jacksonville. Okay, Brian, you? I Here's my theory. Um, Jacksonville's been one of the worst teams in the NFL for many years. I mean, there's a couple seasons where I think they've won one game. And after the hurricane Florida just had, I think they're going to kind of win one for Florida. So I'm going with Jacksonville. Oh, I like oh, it. Okay, the sentimental. Go out and win one for all the people that got flooded out. Next game Correct. are the Jets and Steelers, two shit teams. I don't know why we're bothering <sighs> bothering to even talk about this. Um, the Steelers are a three and a half point favorite at home. I will just take the Jets because it's a flip a coin of two shit teams. Brian, you pick next. Well, I think in honor of your uh, recent East Coast trip, even though you uh, went to a Yankees game. We're going to go to J- the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Okay, Justin. I want to swing for the fences on the, the New York bias, you know. We get the Jets 2-2, two and two, uh, the young quarterback coming out, uh, back after his injury. But alas, they have a brand-new head coach, so it doesn't matter. Therefore, the NFL is going to cheat with a team, for a team with yellow pants. Go Steelers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, Cardinals, Panthers. Uh, the Panthers are a one-point favorite at home. That's a, that's another easy one I, for me, anyway. I'm going to go with my homie Murray. I think Baker Mayfield is washed up, and I'm going to go with the Cardinals in an easy win. If I was, if I'm going to be betting money, it's going to be on the Cardinals, and I more than likely will call one in to uh, per producer slash political Paul because gambling is illegal here in the no fun state of Minnesota. Justin, what say you? I say that the Cardinals are terrible. What? Terrible, terrible team. And they're in a great division. And they play both divisions out west, which are the two toughest divisions in the league. So just for that sake, I have to pick the Cardinals. But even more so, the Baker Mayfield effect has Christian McCaffrey looking like doggy doo-doo. So much so that he's going to be faking a, uh, a quad injury just so he doesn't have to be on the same field as Baker Mayfield. So 100% on the Cardinals. Okay, Brian, you're up. Well, I have uh, no knowledge of all that information, but I'm going to give a shout-out to my daughter, Brianna whose boyfriend is a, a lookalike to Baker Mayfield. Uh, just so Nolan, this is for you. I'm going with Carolina. I think you're going to regret that. Don't put any money on it. Next game is Patriots and Packers. The shit Packers are 3-1, and one, Patriots 1-2. One and two. The Packers are 9.5-point favorite at home at Lambeau Toilet Field. Just out of spite, I'm going to take the Patriots to at least. They're probably not going to win, but I think they're going to cover. Brian, you're up next. 
Well, as much as I don't want to go this route, because I really can't stand the Packers, I have to take the Packers. Justin. God, I am so conflicted. I know Green Bay is going to win the game, right? But the Patriots don't even have a starting quarterback because uh, uh, Mac Jones had surgery on his ankle, and he's trying to play, and they don't have any. But at nine points, that's the problem. Are the Packers even going to be able to score 10 points? You know, so that's the question. God, New England's going to score nothing. I mean, I, I guess you got to take the Packers plus the nine. I, oh, my God, it's just terrible. Right. So Justin likes the Packers. A couple more to go here. Broncos. That's at- a little bit strong, Mike. I do not like the Packers. Oh, so you you want the Patriots. No, I, I, I'm betting on the Packers, but I still don't like them. Well, and they have yellow pants. Yeah, nobody so. in Minnesota likes the Packers. Next game, Broncos-Raiders. Raiders are 0-3, which is surprising. Broncos are 2-4. The Raiders are a 2.5-point favorite in Sin City. I will take the Raiders. I'm going to go with like an autumn wind. The autumn wind is like a Raider. And I think they're going to bounce back. I'm taking the Raiders. Brian, go ahead. The Raiders, um, they've played tough every single game. They've never given up. They are in there at the very end of every game. And I'm going to go with the Raiders. Just 10. If the autumn wind is like a Raider, what just blew through Florida and just crashed their little ship. That's a terrible thing. The Raiders' best player is Daniel Carlson kicking field goals. They're a god-awful team. And Carr can't even get Devontae Adams the ball. So just therefore you have to go with the Broncos. That's a kicker we didn't need, though. We got rid of him. Hey, that, that's a fact. Go Zim, go. <laughs> Zim. Okay, Chiefs at Buccaneers. That's going to be played here in uh, the Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Chiefs are 2-1. Buccaneers also at 2-1. It's the old guard versus the new guard. There is no line for this game because it is a um, neutral place. Oh, Did they shit. actually move that? Yeah, it's in Minneapolis now. I'm going to... Damn, I got to get some tickets. Go ahead. Fuck, man. Go ahead. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think they're going to beat the Buccaneers here in Minneapolis. Uh, Justin, what do you say, you? I say I think I got to go try and get a ticket to this game to go watch Mahomes and Tom Brady in person. That'd be phenomenal. You know, there you go. Want to travel there? The dome this weekend. Um, There's no dome, the po- dude. It's been ripped yeah. down for a long time. It's a dome. It may look like a ship, but it's a dome. I guess. If you want to pretend it's a dome, go ahead. Okay. What is the what is the line on this one? There is no line. It's neutral. Neutral stadium. So Oh God. Sadly, I think I'm gonna to have to go with the Bucks just because of their defense. Um Tom Brady's getting Evans back so that he's gonna have somebody to throw the ball to this week at least. And so that the NFL doesn't have to rue them at the end of the game. So I think I'm going to have to go with Tom Brady. Okay, Brian. It seems like every single time they play, the Tampa Bay's defense has Mahomes figured out and gets him frustrated, takes him out of his game. I think this is going to be a route, actually. I think 
Tom's going to be fired up from his loss against the Packers. I think they're going to just roll with this one. I'm picking Tampa all the way. Okay, guys. We got the final game. The final game. Monday Night Football, the Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. Niners are 1-2. and two, Rams are 2-1. and one. It is the Niners are a point and a half favorite at home. I will pick first. I am going with the Niners, even with Garoppolo at quarterback. I, I like the Niners at home. I think they got a solid, pretty strong team there. I like Debo. Fuck it. Give me the Niners. Brian, go ahead. I think I'm going to go with the Rams. I, I think their defense is going to have a big game. I think, uh, I think they're going to shut down San Francisco pretty easily. Okay, Justin. Well, the Rams' defense isn't what everybody thought it was going to be this year. They're giving up a ton of points, um, you know. And then you got the Cooper Cup effect, which means that Brad or Stafford looks at nobody but Cooper Cup. So the, you know their offense is very limited until he starts putting the ball around and they start running the ball. It's going to be pretty tough. And 49ers have a really good defense. So this, the, basically, the, this whole game comes down to what do you think Jimmy G is going to do? Is he going to be a decent guy that, that when he came in after Lance broke his leg? Or is he going to be the dog turd that played last week? Well, two weeks of uh, being the starter and, and full-time practice, I think he's going to put in you know, his quote-unquote serviceable self game. So look for game, the game from Debo, and I'm going to pick the Niners. Okay, well, there we have it. Ladies and gentlemen, you stuck with us for 70 minutes. This show has come to a close reluctantly. I want to thank Brian and Justin for their time. Brian, we may be seeing you next weekend out, out in your home turf. Did I you, look forward to it if you guys do. Did you guys want to plug anything? Just 10. Well, yes. I mean, instead of coming to a close, can, you know, would it be apropos to say that this is the climax of this episode? This is the filthiest episode I've done in like four years. So, yeah, for sure. It, the climax is here, and we're all uh, blowing loads all over these microphones, and we're all super relaxed after that release. Uh, Justin, now that I've said probably the filthiest thing I've said in like five years, would you like to plug anything aside from your ass? No, no, no. You, you can keep your love beads in your place, so I shall pass. So you're not going to plug your YouTube channel? Nope. You're an idiot. Brian, do you want to plug something? Uh, the only thing I, I want to say, if you have any Florida listeners, that everybody down there that went through the hurricane, you guys are my thoughts. I hope you guys all recover and build back stronger, and we're here for your support. I'm going to second that. No, no, it's too late, Justin. No, it's too late. Everybody in Florida. He said that that is that's awesome. Well, that's awesome and thoughtful. And you had an opportunity, and you didn't want to even think about the poor Floridians and the horrible. I thought thought he was going to say he wanted to plug a princess. (laughs) Been there and done that already. Hey, if you're in Florida and you're listening to this program, I hope it provided some kind of relief for you. 
I, I, I understand. It was a horrible. You've, you've gone through a horrible experience, and I send all my best wishes and prayers to everybody in Florida, even stupid ass Donald Trump sitting in Merle Lago, eating McDonald's. That fat fuck. I, I didn't hear what happened to to Merle Lago. I hope it flooded. But uh, anyway, best wishes to everybody in Florida. Um, and that's it. Hey, if you like the show, don't forget to uh, give us five stars on Apple. We're also on Spotify. If you need to get a hold of us, we are on the Twitter at Get Wisecracking. We also have a page on Facebook for Wisecracking with Winter. There is also an Instagram page for Wisecracking with Winter. There is also a fucking email for Wisecracking with Winter. It's Wisecracking with Winter at Yahoo.com. So as there is literally no excuse. For you, if you cannot figure out one of these options to get a hold of us, for fuck's sake. There, we like to hear from you if you got the time. Thanks for listening. On behalf of Brian and Justin, have yourself a great day or evening, depending on when you're listening. And good night.